Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, and I'm joined today by a very interesting round group of people, Lisa Sher. <laughs> Shermer Horn. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just I failed right away. People <laughs> uh, remember me. <laughs> and of course, uh, the lovely Dr. Christiane Northrup. And we also have Kevin Hoyt. You guys stood up uh stand up Vermont. Let's uh let's talk about that. I think that's gonna have a very big impact on uh, you know, consciousness and, and the rest of the country going forward. Well, right. that's not I, I'll Lisa. Go yeah. ahead, Lisa. No, I just want to thank Dr. Northrup because you have been such a huge inspiration for me. I've been watching you since your PBS days and a bunch of us were at a protest in uh, Montpelier and we were all walking around and we felt lost. We we're like, we don't have a network of people support. A lot of us lost family members and friends and people were scared and isolated. So a friend of mine, Nancy, contacted some people at Maine, um, Maine Stands Up, and actually one of the representatives came out and spent some time with us and helped us structure, because we said we need to create something that's not just for, there are people who want to be active and involved, there are people who just want support, and there are people who just want some spiritual help as well, so we decided to become a little bit of everything, and there are people who are into the 5G we have people in the state who did a big fight against GMOs and GMO labeling. They've been all involved. So what we did was we took the structure of Maine Stands Up and started it. We started out with 25 people alternating between my living room yes. and a friend of mine's living room. And now, and people were driving two hours for these meetings and they were so grateful. And we now have over a thousand members. That is so good to hear. It is so good to hear. Cause you know, I, I started in Vermont. I, I wanted to correct something that I heard on your video with uh, with Kevin about my reading with Tarot by Janine. I never practiced in Vermont. It's interesting that Maine Medical Center in Portland, Maine, had a teaching hospital affiliation with the University of Vermont, and that's pretty common. So Portland, Maine, Maine Medical Center was my main area of practice for years. And I was a clinical assistant professor there in Maine. But the uh, the professorship was through the University of Vermont College of Medicine. Now, I lost that teaching position when I wrote The Wisdom of Menopause. Oh. And, uh, you know, so my career has been, you know, sort of one thing, pushing the envelope a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but I lived in Norwich, Vermont during my med school time, but went to med school in Hanover, New Hampshire, and was just giving a, uh, did a, a talk at the Concord, New Hampshire rally on Saturday. But I am thrilled to see Vermont getting on board, you know, like Bernieville over there. And because uh, at first, you guys had just about nobody that I could figure because it, it's so liberal over there. So I'm just I'm thrilled that you know via Florida and Michael we all we all get to uh, meet each other here. That's wonderful. Richard uh, Dubé has come to some of our things. He's a Vermonter who met me in Maine, and we started the same way. We just started in my living room. You know, I, I had been collecting names, people uh, who I knew were sort of allies. They'd see me in the street and they'd say. I'm listening to your Instagram. I'm listening to your Facebook. And uh, I'd say, oh, yeah, okay, you're one of the warriors of the radical light. Okay. Then I put down their name. And it's so, I mean, it's so grassroots that, you know, we have grass stains on our feet here from, from this. There's, there's no giant organization, except I do want to give a shout out to Pam Popper because Pam started Make Americans Free Again. Yeah. And Pam was on a uh, mastermind with me all of 2020, and she wrote that book, COVID Operation, and she called the whole thing Fact-Free Hysteria. And so because of Pam's leadership, we started Main Stands Up. Then she found that to do the Moffat thing properly, you needed to just do about six things 
you know, so to just do lawsuits and do your meetings in a certain way with an agenda that she prepares, because she found that a lot of states were just sort of going off on their own, but we'd already started. So we were so far off on our own, like I'm doing um, lectures for the county Republican committees in VFW halls, in churches, everywhere around the state, just very grassroots. And but but there is, I believe there's a Maffa Maine. I don't know if there's a Maffa Vermont. I know there's Maffa Massachusetts, Maffa New Hampshire. So that's another group. But I, the way I see it is we are all rowing in the same direction. So we have to all be supporting each other even though it can be a slightly different mission. Well, it, it's interesting because I had always intentionally run under the radar. So this is my first outing in this way. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So, you know, good luck. Because yeah. if anything happens, like if you get, get reported in the Burlington paper or something, you will know that you're over the target. I mean, Michael and I can tell you, when I started, it was ridiculous mm -hmm. after a very stellar career, three New York Times bestsellers, eight PBS specials, 10 times on Oprah, you know, Reader's Digest, 100 most trusted people in America. Within one to two months after testifying against mandates in our state house, I was suddenly an overnight white supremacist, QAnon conspirator, racist, transphobic, I think that covers it. One of my favorite things from 2020 was a graph that somebody created. It had a y-axis, x-axis, everything. It was measuring, listen to this one, you can't make it up. Conspirituality on the Q slope, whatever that is. I, uh. I, was way, I was way up there, conspirituality on the Q slope, and I beat out my colleague, Kelly Brogan. Her sin was questioning the germ theory. I was, I guess, I, I don't know what I was doing. And to this day, you know, I just uh, lost my third Instagram channel, my ability wow. to go live on Instagram. It, you know, there's something about, there's something about me that I'll have like nothing going on and they'll, they'll ban me. Meanwhile, someone else will have like, you know, isn't that guy, Dr. Drano, he's still on Instagram with all kinds of stuff. It's like, I can't seem to get any traction. <laughs> but I, I know we, we've had some beautiful shows and I was surprised, you know, they got taken down. So you're, you're disclosing, you know, the information. I mean, Trump just came out and said that when he's president again, whenever that's going to be, he's going to do away with all mandates and we're never going to go back to any mandates. Uh, so that's that sounds beautiful. I think the way that happens is we're doing it at the grassroots like you're talking about. And Kevin, I know you are under incredible threat right now. Uh, they're trying to drive you out of the state. What's going on with you? Yeah, you know, before we even go there, the whole purpose of, you know, bringing these two beautiful women on with mm -hmm. us tonight was to celebrate women all around the country, but Vermont women beautiful. specifically because yep. I'm a Vermonter. And Dr. Northrup, you're 100% Vermonter. You don't have to be from Vermont to actually be in Vermont. Thank you. I've been watching you for a long time, right? And you were at the forefront a long time before anybody else was. And that's what drew my attention. And the same for Lisa, just the, the organization skills. And I spent two or three years trying to organize and network through all, again, we got 14 counties here in Vermont State, and it's, I don't know if it's the male ego or just our stubborn, hard-headed, I couldn't do it. Like the men are too, we had too many different directions to go and there was so much going on, but I think critical race theory and the education really brought the mama bears out. And I've seen the women of Vermont State really, really step up. And having said that, I know they're looking for a few men to step up too and, and support you guys, but I'm here to celebrate you guys because I think you guys are pretty awesome. Thank you, totally so yeah. Thank you so much. Well, the interesting thing is I found out about Kevin because I was watching him being interviewed by Michael Jaco. And I was like, what? This is <laughs> a Vermont, Vermonter and he's running for governor and I've never heard of him. What? And and he made this comment that, you know, he doesn't look at his emails because he get gets overwhelmed. And I'm like, I'm just going to take a chance. I sent him an email and he contacted me the next day. 
And then he called me, said, we need to meet up. I'm going north to Burlington. Where are you going to be? And I said, I'm going to New Hampshire to visit my daughter, but I'll be headed back. It ended up, he calls me Sunday and he said, where are you? And I said, well, I'm about right up to the Montpelier exit. He said, so am I, get off. So I got off the exit and he goes, are you in a white car? I said, yes. He goes, I'm right behind you. I said, okay. <laughs> so we stopped into a coffee shop and pulled over, went into a coffee shop, both of us unmasked, sit down, everyone else, you know, is all masked. And we sat down and started talking. And uh, so- right. By the time we left the, the uh, coffee shop there, we had three. Remember, I turned you around and pointed it out. There's three or four other people that were in the shop. They removed their masks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was a big thing. And those, those coincidences, again, the timing of that and how we actually hooked up was beyond crazy. And then uh, likewise, the fact that you originally saw me on Michael Jaco. And I, I think that was part of my mission, even though I didn't know it was to connect you guys. I knew you were a weird chick, but I didn't realize how weird you were. <laughs> you just did a, a, a past life regression on me yesterday. Oh, that's I did good. That's great. I love that. Made me black. Like I was, I, there was a lot there. And coincidentally, it looks like I might have some connections to Egypt too. And that goes right back to both Michael and Tracy. And I, I hope we can really explore that maybe on another show. As far as my safety goes, yeah, I kind of carpet bombed both my courts and my sheriff today. In fact, I the charges, the list of charges alone are immense, but I named all 14 sheriffs in all 14 counties. We're naming senators and judges and uh, really just laid it down. And then, again, out of everything that's happened, they've destroyed my vehicle, the harassment, the bullying, the intimidation, and not even as much for me, but for people around me, I decided it was probably the intuition I've got people, you know, some connected people, a guy specifically in California that called me last night and said, you need to leave. You're in danger. So I'm getting all these reports from other along with my own intuition. So I decided to to get out of Vermont State and to put that in perspective. Again, I know I don't look like the governor or sound too much like the governor, but I'm a candidate for Vermont State governor that had to leave my home you know, many months ago, and now I'm I'm in exile. I'm a I'm a candidate in exile. I had to leave my home state because of the players that are involved. So I I hope maybe the media will cover that. Who knows? They never seem to cover me. They're just like the good doctor, right? There's too much truth in there. Uh, instantly today, they locked me out of my Facebook page. I've been banned on Facebook. I couldn't do live videos. Uh, today was my day back on. So I hit live and they gave me about three seconds and then I was locked out of Facebook. So Facebook and Messenger, people can't even reach me there anymore. We're still up on Telegram and Rumble, but just like the doctor said, that means we're directly over the target. That tells me I'm doing something right. And, uh, you know, again, it's a, it's an honor and a privilege to stand with you guys. Right? I said from the beginning, I don't want to govern anybody. You guys are Vermonters. You don't need me or Governor Scott or anybody else to tell them what to do. We just need to govern an out of control system. And I don't even know what that system is. Michael, we've talked about that. Like I, I believe the government as we know it is gone. And now I'm I'm in a dilemma where I have to, again, I don't want to be a part of that system, but to get control of it, I kind of have to jump in. And I don't want to be a Republican. I don't want to be a Democrat. I don't want anything to do with any of that system, to be honest. Uh, again, they can have their failing courts and failing schools and failing medical and failing financial and failing administrative. And I, I want to be a part of whatever's coming. Right. So I still have to make up my mind how we're going to work that out as far as balance. And I don't even know what to do. I'm just kind of it's not just me driving this crazy train. Right. All these connections we were talking about with Lisa or you guys or what an honor it is to meet the doctor here. These are happening just magically falling in my lap. Like that happens all the time, right? There's, uh, again, somebody else driving this crazy train with us. So I'm thrilled. Yeah, I call it God's internet. Yeah, what I say. I agree with that. Mm. So it it does appear that uh, the system's starting to uh, show some cracks and there's a pushback that's happening because we're seeing Hunter Biden's laptop is getting finally mainstream media press and, uh, you know, all of the, all of the people that used to push back on that for the last year are now having to come clean. And I think they're, it's like a, a little crack and maybe the, the white hats are basically getting 
a little information out there because I've, I've seen this and I know the people that have been covering this for a long time. So I'm surprised they're still alive, but they are and they're pushing back. And now the, the press is actually, you know, releasing that information, which is definitely going to bring down the Biden administration uh, and, and probably put a lot of people in jail. What do you guys see on those lines? I mean, you guys are like on the forefront of pushing, you know, on the, the media and, uh, you know, some of these corrupt officials. Do you see a breakdown happening? I know, Kevin, we've talked about this. How about on your end, Lisa and, and Dr. Uh, Christiane Northrop? What do you guys see? You can start, Lisa. <laughs> my my frustration is the people that have been asleep in my life are still asleep. We didn't talk about this, but I'm a hypnotherapist. I have my master practitioner in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. I have studied the subconscious mind for 20 years. Mm. I've never seen anything like this. And I understand that it's a way to protect themselves. I believe that I'm here to really help people once they awaken, because we're going to need a whole movement of healers to help those people. And that's why that's where I feel like why I'm coming in now. I see things you can't unsee it once you see it. But I'm just so frustrated at things that are just right in your face. And I will tell people to their, their face, like, here's a document and they won't look at it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So I don't know at what point people will wake up or they just have to get hit over the head. I mean, I've had friends die, people who were, you know, received boosters and, you know, really fit, healthy people. And another friend, a mentor of mine um, was given remdesivir and died in a hospital in Florida. I mean, it's it's heartbreaking. I, I it's it's really heartbreaking. It is uh, the our new term for remdesivir, which I heard from a nurse here. Run, death is near. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, so you're absolutely right about that. I asked uh, Tara by Janine about it. She said about 20% will just stay in this mass formation. Yeah. And, and you're absolutely right. They're protecting themselves because I've known my for my entire career that medicine didn't have the answers. You guys heard the tarot by Janine. I gave you a little of my background, having people, family members sign out against medical advice, like way, way back. So I was fully radicalized before I went to med school. And then I watched just the way babies were birthed. You know, I'm at Dartmouth. And at the time, everyone's sort of an Aryan God. And all the women are tall and blonde, and they'd have babies, and then they'd rush them to the nursery. And, uh, clean them up and, you know, they do the cord too quickly. And I watched all this and I thought, uh, I don't think this is so good. I, I think we do better with your, our dogs and cats than we do with humans. So I just questioned that stuff. But I knew about the uh, Flexner report with the Rockefeller Foundation. And let's just take a look. Let's take, you know, really a broad brushstroke. Sperm counts have been going down for the last 70 years to 1% decrease per year. Mm. So they're half of what they used to be. We know that the jabberdew, as Michael calls it, is concentrated. There are nanoparticles concentrated in the ovaries 64 times, uh, the other organs. We've just published a study that we did called My Cycle Story. And back in April, of 2021, we were having all these women talk about bleeding problems just from being around those who had had the juice. And we've just finally come up with a study on decidual cast shedding. There were only nine cases published in the world's literature. And since we started our survey in uh, probably summer of 2021, there's been 259 cases reported. That's where the whole inside of the uterus just uh, comes out. So that's just one little aspect of it. But look at, we've had fluoride in the water, chemtrails, GMO crops, pesticides. I mean, if we haven't been in an antibiotic, anti-life era, I mean, we have, this has been going on for a long, long time, but it's sort of, it's reached a critical mass. And I believe, and you know, Michael, I know that you do remote viewing on this. We have to be at some point coming to uh, a critical mass where at least the movable middle 
wakes up to some extent. Guys like Robert Malone and Peter McCullough are helping with that because they still have a toe in big pharma. I mean, they still do research with big pharma. They still promote uh, pharma, pharmacologic products, but they're very uh, critical and they still seem to have a mind. So that's kind of wonderful. So I, I just feel like we're going to reach critical mass at some point. And by the way, uh, Joni Petrie, you know, the Vedic astrologer, Joni, <laughs> Joni was canceled by all the astrologers when she said way back that Trump was going to win the presidency in 2016. She said, so none of them would talk to her. They blackballed her. She wasn't invited to any of the astrologer things. Oh, by the way, my cat breeder who breeds Siberian cats, which I got because they're hypoallergenic, she was just told, the Ukrainian cat breeders told her, spay all of your Russian Siberians. Don't breed those anymore. Just breed the Ukrainian. So I just want you to know that the cancellation goes <laughs> all, all, all layers, wow. right? But anyway, Joni said she was doing a reading for me and she goes, yeah, Trump's going to win in 2024. She said, I, I know it. I see it right here in the chart. And she said, they'll cancel me again, but it's right here. <laughs> so anyway, if we can, you know, if we can all just keep treading water until then, I would say the place that I'm watching the most is Florida with Ron DeSantis standing up to Disney. I mean, that man, I don't think that his sperm counts down. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's He's still strong. Like yeah, too. good, good. <laughs> that's been happening for a long time. I'm watching the same thing. Miscarriages oh, yeah. really gone through the roof, which is horrible. And even mm-hmm. back, I'm sure you remember, but Zika, Zika, whatever he called yeah. that, we had a mosquito-borne illness sexually transmitted. I mean, that scared the hell out of me. We can talk about Bill Gates, mosquitoes, or the chemtrails, I think, are a giant one. That I'm watching. Just to agree with your cat story, I went down yesterday. I take care of an elderly woman, and I was going to get her a surprise fish. So I went into the the fish store, and all, all the fish were under quarantine. So I like, really got COVID, and of course the whole store erupted, and that was the big joke. And uh, the only thing they had was like piranha. So I ended up bringing home sushi instead, and didn't want her to eat all of the other stuff. <laughs> Now, one of, the things, one of the things you notice, though, about people like us is enormous sense of humor. And what you find out about the, the normies is, in general, they are either offended or virtue signaling, offended or virtue signaling. They're just not having a whole lot of fun. So here we are staring down the barrel of extinction of the human race. And really having a great time meeting each other because, you know, for most of my life, I've had to pass for someone that I wasn't just to kind of stay in society. Well, now I don't have to do that anymore. I, I, I've got more friends. My social life is better than it's ever been. I mean, ever. You know, I'm having so much, I'm, you know, speaking at the Clay Clark events and I've met everybody there and, uh, you know, going to Florida for the Save a Generation tour, got a whole group of friends down there like Ann Vandersteel. It's been a miracle for the black sheep of the family, <laughs> which would be us. <laughs> I completely agree with you. And I have to say, you know, Vermont Stands Up was a lot of women, a lot of people. I don't want to take credit because there was a, a group of us and there are people who work really hard. And those people have become my family. Yeah. And and we were just saying this at a party the other night that my friend was saying most of the people who are here at this party, she was celebrating her 60th, are new friends because yeah. I can really authentically be me at this party. And I feel the same. And I'm laughing, Kevin, because you, you call me weirdo, but I have been the black sheep everywhere. And I always, I had to live a life of hiding. Like I walked that balance between the material world and the spiritual world. I mean, you have, Kevin has an idea, but you have no idea the stuff that I've been doing and studying, but now it's like, I can just be me and people will accept me. And so, you know, and that's where we have to start not only loving ourselves and accepting ourselves, but forgiving and accepting others. 
And and one of the meetings that I had kind of disturbed me because one of the women was talking about wanting revenge for being isolated and being treated the way she was. And I said, but now the other side wins because they want to divide us. We need to stand there and be there with open arms and accept and love these people because so many of them were just misled. They were programmed. I have a story to tell you. This was crazy. And I actually got it confirmed by Cliff High, if you've ever watched him. Back in, June, yeah. back in June, a year ago, I was driving to Massachusetts to go visit my daughter. And they had this flashing sign. And I got this voice in my head, get off the highway and go to CVS and get a COVID shot. And I was like, what? And it was so compelling that my hands were actually moving to get me off the highway. And I pulled myself out. And then five miles later, there was another sign that was flashing. And I got hit with that same thing again. And I was like, what is going on? And I told a bunch of people and I said, I think I'm just losing it. And then I was watching Cliff High show and he was saying the voice of God from the satellites that they were actually projecting these to program people to get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And that blew me away. And so I have compassion for people because they want to trust. They want to believe. Who doesn't want to trust their doctor? Who doesn't want to trust the system? We've been programmed to believe all of this. So, you know, I really invite people, instead of going to that place of anger, to go to a place of love and compassion and hold space for these people because their worlds are about to come completely undone. Well, I can't wait for that, but I do have to tell you, I've done a lot of work with Dr. Mario Martinez, uh, the Biocognitive Institute, and he said, "There, are, we've got to practice the causes of health, which are uh, exalted emotions, elevated cognition, and righteous anger. So before we get to love and flowers, yes. you yes. have to feel the feeling. You don't need to do anything with it. But you have to feel it. And he gave the example of these Tibetan monks that he worked with, many of whom had diabetes, and he couldn't figure out why they would have diabetes from their diet. It wasn't like all Girl Scout cookies or anything. And then he realized that from childhood, they had practiced loving kindness meditation. Mm. So we have the Chinese raping their nuns, burning their villages, doing all the stuff. And they'd go right to loving kindness, which increases a neurotransmitter called beta endorphin, which is high in your body when you eat sugar. When they feed rats sugar water, they Mm. can keep their little paws on hot plates longer, which is why we go for sugar and why people gain so much weight during COVID. It makes you feel better. So what he said to the, so these, these people really sugar coated their emotions. And so Mario taught them just feel the anger first, then you can go to loving kindness and it reversed their blood sugar problems. And I think that's really important because there's a whole group of people, (laughs) ones who used to be my audience who would, you know, let's choose the thought that feels better law of attraction, you can't afford the luxury of a negative thought, you know, all of the the sort of yoga affirmation people, you know, I'm masking myself so I can't breathe to protect you. It's called Mickey Willis came up with this term, weaponized morality, wow. weaponized morality. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree with you because what I totally. do is help people release those those emotions that are stuffed down. And if you do, that can cause disease or there's a whole body mind connection, but it's the whole idea of retribution. Oh, no, that that won't work, work. but you can think about it for a little bit. I I have to say at the beginning of this, (laughs) I used to have a fantasy of all the people who canceled me coming up the driveway to apologize, not retribution really, but just validation. We're so sorry that we, you know, whatever. It, it's never going to happen. And that's okay at this point. But at the beginning, when I was just, uh, I was smeared all over the press. I had the New York Times after me for a year and a half, CNN. You know, fi- finally, I just learned if it's the Washington Post, CNN, New York Times, oh, I think it's time we did a profile on you. Where were you when I really could have used that profile? Uh-uh. 
I just wouldn't even return the calls because oh, they're in Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Jacob. Join me on Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, where we'll uncover the hidden parts of our human potential and propel you to new heights of existence and consciousness realms. As a former Navy SEAL for 24 years and CIA security officer for 11, I've been involved in aggressive combat training and operated in combat zones for well over 35 years. From Panama, Kuwait, Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Yemen, Libya, and Lebanon, I have honed my leadership, tactical, combat skills, and knowledge expertise to a master level. As a little boy, five years old, I wanted to be a Navy SEAL after watching the movie Navy Frogmen. I also looked at the movies and read the books of Ian Fleming, 007, James Bond. I wanted to be that when I grew up. And I was always inspired by entrepreneurs that helped humanity and brought about great change that further the consciousness and abilities of humankind to master levels. I always wanted to do that. The first two I did to an extraordinary level. And now today, as an entrepreneur and speaker, reaching millions all over the world, now I'm sharing the information that really propelled me. When I was a chief enlisted officer, I motivated, led, trained, and provided inspiration and insight to officers of all ranks, all the way up to flag level, and even the Secretary of Defense for the United States. With my operational background, planning, master training, and course design abilities, I have trained thousands and thousands of military and law enforcement personnel, and now I inspire and train millions throughout the world with my intuitive insights into the workings of the human mind. I and many listening to this message are living proof that each of us have amazing potentials far beyond what most consider possible. For me, the impossible is what I strive to always master and excel at. And as a Navy SEAL and in the CIA and combat zones, I did the impossible over and over and over again. And now I want to help you do the same. Tune in to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, and join the growing tribe as I show you how to unleash your own hidden potential. The media is the same way for me right now. And yeah. you guys are noticing all these people that are coming into our lives and everybody's going through this. They're really high vibration. Uh, and again, it's laugh or cry. And I've always chosen to laugh. I think that's part of it. And what you're talking about is the biggest lie in human history that we oh all fall for. I was guilty. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't voting regularly. I, I allowed this to happen. And then, you know, somewhere along the line, I, I finally woke up and I think it's fight or flight. And again, mm -hmm. I've said this re repeatedly, but Vermonters don't make good runners. You can look back. I mean, when it comes to fight or flight, we're going to fight first. And I think there is a time to fight. And again, this is a hostile takeover. You don't always do that with a shirt and a tie. You got to go in there with a sword and lop off a few heads. That's the way it is. Right. So I think we all have our own roles. And uh, what you guys are doing again is, is so amazing to me. The medical field especially is, is crazy because we do trust our doctors. We're supposed to trust our police officers and our sheriffs and even our politicians. Those are the guys that were supposed to be there. That's why they're there, right? The problem is there's no oversight. There's no checks and balances anymore. They own everything from the clerks to the appeals court. And even when you catch them, it's their buddies that are doing, they're checking themselves. And that's where we are. That's my situation in Bennington right now is we have to rely, the people of Vermont, good people of Vermont, have to rely on these guys to charge, investigate, and then prosecute themselves. And that just hasn't worked out for us. That's, I mean, as simple as it gets. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what happened with me, Christiane. That's 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 fabulous what you were sharing. Uh, when I was teaching the uh, the hand to hand program for the Navy SEALs, I mm -hmm. would notice that fight or flight you know syndrome that would come in, and uh, we taught the guys how to like push through that into those higher states of consciousness. So you still can have like you know that 
that anger and that, that emotion, but you learn how to channel it into a positive direction. Uh, and that's what I do. It's like uh, you channel it into a love vibrational field. Uh, it's very effective, but it still comes from that, that you you get a pump. So that's what we're seeing right now that people are awakening, you know, to the, the problems that are, that are, you know, facing us right now. And it's pissing a lot of people off. And now we need to take that and channel that because that's, that discovery, that knowledge, that light that comes to that, that will lead us to, you know, the higher uh, realms of consciousness, the love vibration and stuff like that. But, but yes, we have to go through this phase. Otherwise, uh, like I like you were talking, I love how you say, because I see this a lot too. People are like, oh, we can't, we can't be angry, Michael. Uh, you can't, you can't tell us about, you know, how things are so bad. I'm like, okay. But uh, yes, yeah, so we have to, we have to face this. We have to face this. And take it, take it like warriors, like come at it. Like women have done amazing. They've been the warriors for us. You know, I'm like, God, these women, women like your, like yourselves have been absolutely phenomenal. And it's kind of helping to wake up the men that are kind of like sitting back, like, oh, we, we can't be men anymore, but, but I'm glad you women are doing it. So, uh, now, now men are starting to step up. It's good. Like well, the, we Ryan DeSantis, you know, he's got, he's going to release a, uh, somebody said it in the chat. He's going to release a new, uh, testosterone drug that's going to be on the market very soon. So that's going to help out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to tell you, if you haven't had a chance to see Kevin Hoyt's video that he did today, mm. of this is unbelievable. And I don't know if you'll have a chance to show it or just talk about it, but he literally walked into the police station saying, <laughs> Here's the paperwork you need to serve yourself. You need to figure this out, but I know you're all crooks and you've all been named here. You have to serve yourself. That takes guts. Now, now where can I see that? I'd love to see that. Um, I'm still alive on Telegram. Yeah. On Telegram. Okay. Yeah, Kevin Boyd's Telegram. It's it's I just watched it before the show. I'm like, dang. Oh, I'll, <laughs> share, I'll share that on my Telegram channel. Yeah, please I love do. That. He's okay. amazing. I watched um, that and my jaw hit the ground. I'm like, you rock, Kevin. That yeah. that I've never seen anything like it. You need to go yeah. serve yourself. <laughs> There's some interesting thing too, as far as everybody that's looking for signs. I can tell you this is happening because I'm in the know. Yep. And when I go to these places, it's just like when I go to my school board meeting. I'm not really expecting even the courts, right, right or the staff right. to do anything. I'm ex I'm exposing it to you guys. Now I know the truth that. The feds and the Bureau of Criminal Investigation, the major crimes unit, the military, they're on that. I know that. The same paperwork that I gave my sheriff today, and if you noticed, he wasn't wearing a badge, uh, I've given to these officials too. But this is merely for the people so you guys can see. Now, what I'm hoping happens is people have learned from me. Uh, you've seen me go to the media with some incredible stories, and then the media doesn't play it. So we expose the media. So I'm hoping people do the same thing. I hope we take that video and you send it to your representative and you send it to every media outlet, you know, and document it. And then when they fail, we report them too. it's that simple, I, I think. And I think with the, the delay, too, there's so much frustration and battle fatigue and anxiety. But if you think about the topics that we're disclosing, you can't just disclose this. Nobody could go on TV and say, hey, look at this is what's happening because it's undeniably unbelievable. We have to drip it out. And now that we're paying $6 a gallon for gasoline in some places, and, you know, it's obvious to me, we're watching the medical community. You got the election stuff coming out. Epstein didn't go away, right? No. That's all yeah. happening. Yeah. We got all these things. I think it's literally every angle all at the same time, and nobody gets away this time. Mm. And it's as easy as standing up for yourselves and others. Just lock your knees and stand up, and those people, they can't do anything. And again, the gentleman that I gave that court paperwork today is his name's Andy Hurley. He's a he's a friend of mine actually. I grew up with Andy, and it disappoints me. And I'm praying for Andy that he's going to be okay and all this. Uh, but he's number two. So my chief of police, when I took it to him, he literally closes the door in front of me. Right, the court told me I can't talk about these guys or I'm in violation of a stalking order. I, I actually released the full hearing between me and another guy that I can't even say his name, but I put the hearing up so. We'll see what the, the kickback from that is. But I've been told to give it to a, a, a gentleman named Joel Howard. Now, Joel is the candidate 
for our sheriff. Again, our sheriff's been federally indicted. Our government's not telling anything. He's the new guy that they've picked already, obviously. And I'm wondering why would we be giving it to him? Because he's like number four on the totem pole, right? I I should be giving it to to Chad, Chad Schmidt, who again is the sheriff that was indicted. And this gentleman, Joel, that I'm talking about was just in uh, Stanford, Vermont, saying, oh, Chad's back from Tennessee and but he's in charge of stuff. It makes no sense. First, that was one of the rumors that our sheriff moved to Tennessee. He's an elected official. He can't move to Tennessee to start with. But if he's back from Tennessee, then how come I'm not giving this paperwork to Chad? He's always at a meeting or I just missed him and he's not there for the last three years. Right. So then I'm going to skip Andy Hurley, who, uh, again, wasn't wearing a badge today. Maybe that's why I got to skip him. Then we skip number three and I'm supposed to give it to the new guy. And that, for me, just brings it right back to the election fraud. They've already picked out the next guy that they want to appoint. Well, he doesn't know those. He's he's going to prison with the rest of them because these guys got it. So I think that's the reason for the delay. And I think that's what's really happening. There's so much stuff happening behind the scenes. People have no idea. I don't know what the catalyst is. I've always said before, it's us. When we stand up for ourselves and when we start disclosing us, I think that's the what triggers the military to come take the last tier. I think the first tier is gone. It's not Joe on TV. I spent, you know, six hours in Montpelier a couple months ago. I couldn't find any of them. I think the second tier is gone. And then the last tier is these, you know, the little local governments and, again, sheriffs and law enforcement and judges and, and I think they're. I think we're just really close. I wish I could give timelines, but I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. What do you think, Lisa? We're close. We're, we're getting there. Your, is your work uh, having an effect? I hope so. I know mm-hmm. that the feedback that I'm getting from the community in Vermont is that they're grateful because everyone. Because it was so funny when when we were all quarantined in the beginning, we all joked around that we said life hasn't changed for us. We live like this anyway, because I live on the side of a mountain (laughs) on 18 acres. Mm. And so, you know, life didn't really change much for us, but people were feeling really isolated. And now people are starting to feel stronger, have a voice. They're starting to speak out. They're getting more courageous. I never, two years ago, I was like, I'm going to let everyone else do something. I'm not. And then I got angrier and angrier and more frustrated. And then I was like, how can I do? And, and uh, Dr. Northrop, I was watching your videos all the time and you inspired us. And that's when my friend Nancy was like, I found this group in Maine. Um, so for me, I I'm I just keep working hard, want to support people and let them know that they're heard and they're safe and that they have and we've also we're starting a barter community how yeah. we can help each other. We also have a list of businesses mm. that we support. You know, because some businesses still require masks, some still require that you have to bring your card in and things like that. But but it's interesting. There was a restaurant that required a card and I just walked in and they sat me. They asked me, do you have anything? I said, no. And they said, OK, could you send me something tomorrow? I said, OK, <laughs> they just sat me down. But, uh, (laughs) you know, you you have to push through and people need to understand that they have to have courage to uh, speak up and um, we're doing it. And when, as you said, Kevin, when you walk in and you speak up, you give permission to other people to do the same. And that's what I really appreciate, Michael, and you, Dr. Northrup, for, for leading the way. Well, here's the thing. People say, you know, that takes so much courage. I got to tell you, it would take way more courage for me to keep my mouth shut. I couldn't do it. I yeah. couldn't do I it. <laughs> I, I say the same thing. I mean, now that I know what kind of a man would I be if I didn't warn others and do my best to stop it? It's a no brainer. <clears throat> Once you wake up to there's no going back to sleep, you just go farther and farther. And it is our duty. It's more than, uh, uh, again, this is what we, we have to do. And when people realize that, you don't have a choice. At some point, we're all going to have to make a decision and decide if you want to stand or kneel. It's that simple. And and from our group, we've had a lot of people run for local office. Yeah, we we that. have one politician, Fabulous. Vicky Strong. Right, Kevin? One, right. one woman <clears throat> who stands up for us right. at the state house. That's it. She's right. in there with 
there's no Vermonters in Vermont office, which has always amazed me too. It's people come in from other states and they're going to tell us how to run it. But I'm watching, again, look at the homeschool rate. How many people have already yanked their kids yeah. out of those horrible schools? Um, I'm watching the, like you're talking about the barter system and we're, we're selling seeds and it's holistic and we're buying local. And I'm watching, we don't, we don't need them anymore for much anything, as far as I can see. And I'm watching Vermonters do that. We've become the media. I go to Michael Jaco for my news now, right? I don't watch CNN anymore. So uh, I'm so proud of America in general. And it's, it's even bigger than America. This is a world movement. I mean, there's billions and billions of us. And I think that that tipping point, we've reached that. The tide has turned. You can come out and tell your story now. And that's how all this is being disclosed. We all have our own little unique individual pieces to this puzzle. And now that they're finally being put on the table, you know, we were told we're building a puzzle of a beach scene in Hawaii. And now we're putting the puzzles down and well, there's a penguin and a polar bear and there's not, I don't think that's a beach scene from Hawaii anymore. And it's because everybody putting in their, their pieces. That's my theory. I think it's up to us. We are the heroes yeah, too. It is. So I, I, I have this, I've had this uh, woman on my show a couple of times, this Dr. Sally Priester, she's from uh, Puerto Rico. And she's, she's talked about, you know, how the corruption is, is so severe there and the mandates and everything is really destroying Puerto Rico. And they have a woman there that's because Puerto Rico went into bankruptcy and they had a woman from Ukraine that came in to handle their economic uh, transition Whoa. from Ukraine. Whoa. Uh, so that was that's very interesting. Right. So I think, uh, you know, we have to like, you know, as a group, like we're talking about, I, I think that's fabulous. You know, a barter system. I think everyone can take some notes on that one and move forward and, and make things happen. But I, I just was watching Stu Peters. You know, he's he's cutting edge. He's got some uh, interesting doctors on. I'm going to try and talk around this the best I can. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd be interested, Doctor Northrop, what what your thoughts on this? It seems like there's uh, these uh, snakes that slither in the ground that somehow is part of this this problem that we have going on. So I think as we move forward, more and more of this information is going to be revealed and the horror that has been delivered on humanity is going to be revealed as well. What are, what are your thoughts on that, Dr. Northrop? Um, I have not watched that one, but Brian, Brian Artis is a good friend of mine and he is the one who literally broke the story mm. on remdesivir because of his father-in-law. And, you know, and once you hear him tell that whole story of this perfectly healthy guy in his sixties, going in and then the next thing you know his lungs are filled up because of renal failure and all that so if brian knows this it's it's for real i know it's for real Mm -hmm. and uh so we everybody listening to this should go to the Stu peter show and have a listen to that it's the kind of thing that you don't really want to know but what i tell people Mm -hmm. is this we've all been in the crucible here And we've all been changing from a carbon-based species to an energy-based species. And once you're vibrating at a higher rate, I know that these things can no longer adversely affect you. So what I say to people, you don't want to spend, you've got to know what's going on. We have to know what's going on, but you don't need to dwell on it and be afraid over and over and over. Because I get a lot of people saying, how do I protect myself from and the number one thing that protects you is your mind body vibrational rate. And you, you keep it high by understanding things like the Nikola Tesla ether and E equals MC squared and understanding things like the reverse of voodoo death at Dartmouth Medical School, one of my first lessons, believe it or not, I'll never forget it. And I don't even know why they did it was voodoo death. And they literally taught us that when someone points the bone at you and you're in that culture where you believe in voodoo, you will die. Why? Because the whole culture believes it. Well, the opposite is also true. And I've been listening a lot to Praying Medic. And as you know, Dave was an atheist till the age of 39. And then God came to him in a dream and said, you got to start praying for your patients. He's an EMT. Then the more he learned about it, and he said, there's two kinds of Christians. 
There's the fundamentalists, the ones that God stopped talking when the King James Bible was written. That, that's it, man. That's the word of God. And the hundred missing books of the Bible, that doesn't count. And then he said, then there's the other kind where God's still talking to you. And I believe that we can heal anything. I just got a a text from one of our homeopathy people because we've got a whole medical system and an alternative. We don't write down anything. There is no way anyone can shut us down because nobody knows where we are. Anyway, she said, I'm having amazing results with homeopathy and with acoustic vibration that can reverse this whole thing. Mm. Wow. And um, and I said, well, and, and the other thing is uh, Gene Decode sent me all of his protocols. And I think there needs to be a way to get that out. But, you know, he's not going to do it because some lawyer said to him, you know, you're practicing medicine without a license. I mean, that's how the medical system has uh, has landed on us. Mm. And but but we can transcend that as well. You know, all those shamanistic techniques where you just um, put mirrors all over yourself and you become invisible and uh, you just kind of go shape-shifting through life. I think all of that is possible. Plus, I worked with a shaman, Peter Calhoun, uh, the late Peter Calhoun, and he was an Episcopal priest. Mm -hmm. And he said, when Jesus taught these things and more, you shall do also. You don't think he was lying, do you? I mean, I think that's what he meant. I think that's where we are. And we need to decide that's what we're going to be doing. We have powers. We have spiritual authority. And uh, as Alex Collier says, we are genetic royalty. So we have powers that we know not of. So it's time that we awaken to who we really are and not give these demons too much of our energy, you know, because they feed off loose. So they want you depressed. They want you scared. They want you angry. They want you all of that. So the more we can make fun of them, the more we can have fun ourselves with these really nice potlucks, like what you're doing in Vermont, what we're doing here in Maine, um, you know, and have singing. And, you know, Scott Kesterson talks about how demons run when you sing songs of praise So that song, I raise a hallelujah, my weapon is a melody, heaven comes to fight for me. So we'll just sing at the top of our lungs and, you know, figure that they're just going to run. That's the way I kind of live my life. You know, I surround myself with the heavenly host before I go anywhere. I don't wear a mask in the airport. I think masks are going away in the airport, April 18th. I just, I, I, that'll be how exciting. (laughs) We're talking about manifestation and the power of the mind and just put it into layman's term for all the other deer hunters that are watching this. If my son, if my son came home and said, you know, and I said, you're sick, you're sick, you're sick every day. You're sick like dad, you're sick like grandpa. And it wouldn't take very long to convince my son that he was sick and he'd actually feel the effects of that. I'll tell you a story. My, My nephew was in St. Jude's hospital in Seattle, Washington. And, uh, of course, we're talking about a terminal children's hospital. It's absolutely oh, yeah. horrific. But there was a kid there that uh, this was an 11-year-old boy. And every night he would dream he was on a pirate ship fighting the cancer ship. And wow. uh, it got to the point where this was what the kid talked about. So every day when he came in, people were like, oh, what happened last night on the battle? And they're looking forward to this story. And, again, it was part of the everyday life of the kid. And he came in one day and he said, you know, I, I sank that ship. I sank it. It's gone. And then again, a medical miracle. He he defeated his cancer. And I think that was, again, the power of the mind. So mm-hmm. that's what you're talking about. And I just want to pe- let people know that because fear is a very powerful. Fear is good because, it, it, again, it, it lets us be aware and it's a survival technique. Panic is bad. And too yeah. much fear you buy into, it, I think, can be, again, stress does so much damage to everybody. So yeah. you try to stay smiling and you try to see the good in everything. Like my life is filled with tragedy and the what ifs and why me's. Now I can actually look at it and say, well, I was being prepared for this for today. And I felt that way. How do you guys, do you guys, I mean, I've heard this from so many people, but is it a majority 
uh, rules here that I, I feel like I was made for this. I was brought here for this. Reason. Oh, no, this is this is it. You know, I had a reading by a very, very devout Catholic woman, very devout. And she's doing the reading and she goes, I never heard this before. Have you heard anything like this? She said, the Galactic Federation of Light. I'm hearing that. I've never heard of that. And she said, you, right. You're like a general who came down here to lead an army oh. of light. She goes, oh, wow. does that make any sense to you? Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that. Lisa, our, our yeah. last life regression thing. I was yeah. saying names that weren't even names and dates were popping in my head. And like I said, mm-hmm. it, it almost freaked me out. It was an amazing experience. But I wanted to bring up to you have a one of the most impressive things to me about you is you know your role. You knew I, I'm 52 years old. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. You like you're sat here and you know what you're doing. That's impressive. But I, I want to talk a little bit about your book. I think you're after mm-hmm. a endorsement kind of too, right? <laughs> Well, this is this is how this happened today was I called him and I said, Kevin, I'm writing this book. It's called Within Every Belief, There is a Lie. And if you look at the word belief, L-I-E is in the middle of it. Ooh, cool. And it's 10 steps to discover your undisputed truth. So I said to him, do you think that you could get me an email or I could get like an endorsement from either <laughs> Michael Jaco or from Dr. Christian Northrup? And he calls me back and he goes, I can do one better. He goes, I can get you on the show. I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I I definitely endorse that because I, I I've seen what the way you talked and uh you're you're definitely uh, cutting edge. That's awesome. Absolutely, and uh, Tracy will give you my email and just send me the you know the PDF. I'll give you a, yeah, a same with me definitely. Thank Good. you so much. I have to finish it now. I'm about two thirds of the way through. <laughs> <laughs> now that you bragged about it, exactly. I but know again, pressure's on. I think part of my mission here, and again, I, I almost don't know why I'm saying this, but I think it was to connect you with both Michael and Tracy. And I know Tracy doesn't like to go on air, but I've asked her. I wanted I want to talk about Egypt a little bit, and I think she's a fascinating. I've most people don't know who she is. I've I've had the pleasure of speaking with Lisa Jaco several times on the phone, and she's blown my mind the same as as everybody. Hey, everybody watching, if you think Michael's out there, wait till you meet Tracy. Oh, I spent 45 minutes with her this this afternoon on the phone. We were talking about Egypt and Domineur and all these places. (laughs) Right. I think that's a match made in heaven. The psychic beer hunter tells me you guys are going to be friends. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's that thing. So, Lisa, you know, you you talked earlier about, you know, uh, the brain and, you know, how it's influenced. I, I was in the CIA. And uh, I was part of uh, occasionally part of the groups that would go out and do the mockingbird stuff uh, in other countries. I wasn't part of that. I was providing protection and I watched this stuff happening. So I was like, ah, that stuff is real. I've heard about this stuff, you know, and it's amazing because I would see the stuff being used in the news after these guys are okay. This is what you're going to put out. And then they'd put it out. And I'm like, ah, there it is. People aren't going to believe this. And people did. And people like totally bought it and were and got upset and folk and just it was crazy. I know that you're talking about, you know, the brain and the way it works and you've seen some of this the hypnotism and stuff like that. What what do you think is going to turn uh, this thing? Is it the media? Does it does it turn or does somebody else come in and take over? You know what? I think the key has to be the media. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that when people have a, a trusted source. Yeah. Give them the truth, they'll believe it. If they don't trust the information, the, the source of where it comes from, the, they won't believe it. But if someone on CNN or any of those other networks or the New York Times, you know, if, if anything comes from them, I'm watching the drip, drip, drip. I stopped watching the news. I don't watch it. I pick up things, you know, from the truthers online and, and Telegram, and I'm seeing the drip, drip, drip happening. I'm getting excited. I wish it were faster. I really do. I get frustrated because I was like, how can people not see this? But there will be people who are not going to be able to deal with the truth. It's going to be really, really hard. We're going to have a lot of people in deep grief and anger, and we're going to have to let them have their anger, and uh, we're going to have to let them go through their process. 
Yep. Don't you think we're watching that now, though, again, especially with Ukraine? I think China and Taiwan are next, but we're we're debunking and taking away that trust from the media. And like you were saying, it's amazing to me because I think the media is the only other it's the only entity with lower approval ratings than Corn Pop, President Corn Pop. Like <laughs> guys, we all know. If I was to ask anybody watching this, I mean, do you think your government's honest with you? The obvious answer is no. And do you really believe the media and the same answer? Like we know these things, but yet we still get sucked into it. And even me, I mean, I, I again, this older woman, woman that I'm talking about that I take care of, it's constant. She's got CNBC or, you know, The View on in the background. And, and I get to hear that. It takes me about a second. I'm like, you got to shut that off. I'm going to throw a brick through your teeth. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. But I'll get sucked into it too. Like I'll I'll see that clip, mm-hmm. I'll see that, and it'll scare me, it'll anger me, it'll do. Those yeah. are all triggers, and that's part that's part of the mind control. They have so much influence in in how we think. It's unbelievable. Well, the autonomic nervous system is always looking to protect you. It's mm-hmm. always gonna grab on what it perceives as the truth. It doesn't have to be true. Because there are things that don't make sense that are true. And there are things that are very logical that are not true. So your mind goes to what feels safe and what feels right for the individual. And that's the scary part is that, you know, when they got fed, you know, this this whole, you know, thing about COVID and everything that's been going on, they grab to whatever, you know, people that they trust. And so, you know, what do you know? You're not a doctor. I'm like, Okay, here we go on a ride. <laughs> we'll see. But, you know, that's a good point because as a as a fighter, I want to stimulate that autonomic nervous system. Once I do that, I have control of that person. So yeah. just like when anyone like touches a, a flame by accident or sticks or, or hits a pin, maybe you're putting on a shirt and you accidentally hit a pin, you're you pull your autonomic nervous system pulls away from that and then you yeah. look at it, and it's like, what was that? So when I stimulate your system, like when I kick you in the nuts or, uh, you know, I chop you in the throat or something like that. You're going to, you're going to be stimulated. You're, I have control of you then because there's your body is going to respond to that. If I continue that, then I can take you apart. So that's what they do with us in the media guys. They take us apart. They stimulate as beautiful. It's amazing. You know that, uh, they start that autonomic nervous response. And once they have you, like we're talking about, they control you at that point. And then think about this. Then someone like me comes along and <laughs> yeah. says, well, that juice that you're getting is dangerous. That thing you're wearing uh, around your face is, is not effective. And those circles that you stand on the grocery store, those do, don't do a thing. Okay, mm-hmm. so tell, I'll tell you, I learned this from Zev Zelenko. You're taking away then their anxiolytic. They've had two years. Yep. of ticker tape of cases and cases and deaths and deaths and uh, all of it fabricated, of course. And then they're told, if you do this, you'll be safe. We had a teacher at our local school who got sick and she couldn't understand why she has worn her mask religiously mm-hmm. for two years. She actually believes that this thing was keeping her safe. So when I come along, I am taking away their coping mechanism. Mm. Like if you would just stand in the circle, wash your hands, wear the mask, get the juice, you'll be safe. None of which is true, but it doesn't matter because it's the perception that it is true and everybody believes it. Uh, you know, like uh, it took the little boy saying, hey, the emperor has no clothes. Well, right. you know, that's just Where, the, the common sense, though. If, if I got a, if I had my dog get four rabies shots and my dog still got rabies. I would be upset, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, especially if he gave it to you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And it seems the more educated, and that's not the right word, but the higher you are in that, you know, established education, the higher curriculum, it seems like it is the the harder it is for people to snap out of this. Well, that's because they are, listen, I sent daughters to Ivy League schools. I know this one well. I spent half a million dollars on that endeavor thinking I was doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. It educates 
the left hemisphere only. Yeah. Wisdom is in the right hemisphere. And the right hemisphere is imagery and music and feelings. And there are way more connections from the right hemisphere to the bodily organs. So therefore, what you find is the people who are the most deluded are the ones who went to Harvard and Yale and Brown and the Northeast. What I love about speaking to Vermont, our states here are full of that kind of person the, the tweed jacket and the professor and uh, masterpiece theater. And that's us. And uh, so if we can make a dent here, I mean, it, it gives me great uh, joy to be talking to some Vermonters here. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, two of our big main stands up council members are Vermonters. They're from Vermont. So we're bringing it all together here because if New England can change, I always said this about Maine, by the way, that if I could do what I did in Maine, because we had this women's clinic where people came from all over the world, if I could get it to go in Maine, I could get it to go anywhere because there's so much granite. There's so much rock. It's so stable that if we can, you know, California, eh, you know, whatever you want to do, sure, let's do it. They get, you know, no roots at all here. If you can move it in New England, you've got it. And I beautiful. think beautiful. And I, I think that's uh, that 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 rock, that granite. You know, this is the way we change things. We we have to come at, at it this stuff like that. So, guys, uh, thanks for coming in. This is you know kind of late. We agreed to come in a little bit late, so I don't want to keep you guys too long. Uh, Kevin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know how people can reach you. Well, again, we started a, a give send go. That's a fundraiser. This is my big pride pill that I'm learning to swallow, and it's going down pretty easy right now. <laughs> I, can still, I can still use some help. So give, send, go. If you look up fighting for our freedom and I guess telegram is about the only place left, at least for now. Mm. So one of those two, and you just look up Kevin Hoyt and you should be able to find me. And Lisa. So my website, I have two Lisa Shermerhorn coaching, and I also have peak performance mindset coaching.com. Beautiful. That's easier to spell. I know. <laughs> That's why I have, and I also have a business partner with him. With him, so nice. <laughs> Kevin Martin and uh, Christian. Yes, drnorthup.com. Please sign up for my e news so that if I get canceled from any channels, you'll know where to find me. And I have a, a big Telegram channel. I do a lot of voice memos on there, and I'm also on Jason Shirka's Unified oh, channel. Sure. Very yeah. good. Very good. good. And, uh, you know, thanks to everybody that came in and watched. I, I hope you got a lot out of it. I got a lot out of it. I always do. It's this fabulous group of people doing amazing things. We all have amazing within us. So please, you know, start to do your amazing and let's turn this country around and the world. Beautiful. Thank you so much. What an honor. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time. Stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality.